0: 34. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the show. Great to have your company on a lovely spring day. Kimbo on the Roach with you for the next two hours. Thanks to our great friends at Hyundai and Balfours. We are live from Studio LUMO SA right here at Number One King William Street in the city. Let's welcome the Roach.
2: Party people! Rooch, here he is. Rooch, here he is. Hey. Rooch,
0: shaka laka, shaka laka, shaka
1: laka. Hello, Michelangelo. Rooch. No, let's get it right. Let's welcome back Kim Dillon. Where's the applause? Oh, where's the banner? Yes,
0: I don't think we need. There it is. Yeah. Welcome back, Kim. Yes, thank you. Let's not go off early, Rooch. Still really? not, still not betting a thousand.
1: That's sad.
0: Oh, if anyone's out there that's had the lurgy and it's just stayed on their chest, tell me how to get rid of it. Now, reassure us it's not COVID, is it? No, it's definitely not. No, I've done uh, a couple of rats tests. Mm. No, I just haven't been able to get rid of this cough and staying very calm, Rooch, because oh, yeah. if I get mildly excited, and you cracked a joke
1: a little earlier, and that set me into a coughing fit for okay. another 15 minutes. Well, so I won't, I won't say anything about you owing Matt Randell a year's load of coffee then, will I?
0: Well, I did bring that up. To him, and um, he brushed it aside. <laughs> he said he declined the bet. Did he? Yeah. Oh, that's that was very a couple of weeks of ago. That's very generous of him. Yeah. Well, as I said, you look up oxymoron. You see talent scouts. Eh? Yeah, oh. Hey, they're, they're there to, to identify talent, and it's right under their nose. Right. So hey, there's someone going to d- be doing that at Port Adelaide. That, that was bringing up Matt Crouch very, very early. Roach, right. we'll get to your breaking story yeah. in a moment. Uh guest coming up tonight, 4 o'clock, Justine Mills. Port Adelaide Brave again in the AFLW Roach, but finishing
1: uh, they, where we thought they'd be. Uh, they're, they're great at effort, great at staying in the contest. Just can't finish their work, Kim. It's it's a real very, tough test for them. Very early score. days. Uh, yep.
0: Two-thirds of their side have never been exposed to this True. level of skill and certainly pressure. Yep. So 25-point loss there. We'll have a chat to Josie. That's at 4 o'clock. Chad Sayers, former Redback and Australian cricketer, day two at the Adelaide Oval between South Australia and Tasmania. Have you got an update there?
1: I just turned off the phone. I'm sorry about that. But South Australia did make uh, 227. 227, not a. The other interesting bit about that is Tim Payne playing for Tasmania and the runs didn't come for him. Two he made. So that's not great start for him, and I'm just trying to call up. But anyway, you carry on. I'll get you the shield. All right,
0: score. yeah. Get us the shield scores, Roach. You knew that was coming up. Yeah. I, you get well, slack when I'm the not here. The,
1: way the phone went off. No, did it? Yeah. Oh, I excuse. can tell you now. South Australia 227 in their first dig, after 77 overs. Tasmania is six for 189, 38 runs behind the Redbacks.
0: All right, we've got to clean them up
1: then. Day
0: two. Hmm.
1: How does that place, with we'll the see what the tail does for well, Tassie.
0: We'll go to an expert, Chad Sars, yep. who'll join us at 4.35. Five o'clock, John Casey. Always good to have a chat to uh, Case, the voice of basketball. 36 has got a win on the board, only game two for them. I'm not bought, I don't know if you spoke about it, I'm not bored on this going over to America so
1: close to the start of the season. I think it's pretty important to them though, Kim. All those relationships between the NBA and the NBL. I know you, your point on timing's mm. valid, but... I don't you think know, they It's slow to starts in recent seasons. Yeah, you're so. right. But it's a pretty important commercial, promotional relationship deal for them. So I think that's one where they have to just fit into what the NBA says.
0: We'll ask Johnny Boy about yeah. that. Zero four two we We're live and interactive. Thanks to our good friends at Balfour's. At Balfour's in one hand, your team's colours in the other Balfours are for the game. All right, a lot to get through, Roach. Uh, you have some good news for the Port Adelaide faithful.
1: Robbie Gray has retired as a player, but we knew because Ken Inkley made it very clear in that final match, there was no way they were going to let Robbie Gray slip into retirement but not be involved at Port Adelaide. So he's going to do exactly what was forecast. He's going to take on a role in their recruiting and list management. You know, the running line about Robbie Gray knowing talent. You talk about being under your nose. He, mm. He can certainly identify it. So he's going to take on the role of working alongside Jeff Parker as the National Recruiting Manager at Port Adelaide and Jason Cripps as the List Manager at a time when there's a fair bit of interest in Jason Cripps, particularly after Grant Thomas has put on the table, he should be the number one target. Whatever happens at St Kilda coaching-wise, they need to sort out their List Management team.
0: I was on the deathbed, roach, Couldn't believe what happened to Brett Ratton. Staggered. Staggered. How do people that make those decisions keep their jobs?
1: That that is another example. If they were businessmen playing with their own money, it would have been a different story altogether. You do the review before you mm. rehire the coach, don't you? Like, I understand what was said at St Kilda. Commitment to Brett Ratten to tell him by mid season. Well, telling him at midseason, we're going to look at everything. It's still telling him something, isn't it? Why would you give him a two-year contract if you're about to launch into a massive review of your football program? Come to the end of it and say, oh, well, the coach is not the coach we need. Surely, how do you come to a conclusion to re-sign 93 days later sack?
0: And to be, for him to be as blindsided and as hurt from it Absolutely. as he was. Well, that's twice. And man. good on him for fighting for those seven hours and that week yeah. to try and justify his position. I mean the list isn't that good. I'm not sure what the expectations are. I saw a text that came through a little bit earlier. Zero four two seven one five four one double six. They said uh, a St Kilda supporter said the only way this could get worse if this is is if if Max King goes to play with Ben at the Gold Coast. Mm, well, imagine, what, imagine
1: what would, that. What would you expect from here now? Mm. Ross Lyon. Is there the second moment? Is it just everyone is pushing that agenda. It seems so obvious that Ross Lyon fits back into St Kilda, but is it that obvious?
0: Nothing surprises me anymore, Roach. One thing I know is no matter how bad your club's going, just hold your breath because someone, someone else, someone will do something ridiculous. Do you think and the t- boys
1: at Essendon are sitting there? Oh, thank goodness thank heavens, someone else is uh, going uh, uh, down this
0: path. And North Melbourne. Now, Roach, before we move on to a few other matters, uh, there was a very special moment in the World Cup. Your favourite nation, Namibia, you've never been able to say Namibia, Namibia. uh, Texas comes through from Mario, hello Mario Mario. I've missed you, Uh, congratulations on Namibia, the inaugural winners of the Michelangelo Rucci Cup versus Sri Lanka, let's have a listen to how it uh, concluded last ball of the 19th over Wiesa up into the air there's a player coming around at mid wicket on the fence is this it, yes it is the catch is taken and history's made Namibia with their greatest ever international cricket win. Well Sally Hargrove. Namibia. There. Yeah, Namibia. Now start getting their name yeah, right, All righty, so we've got that. There's been a few more delistings today. It's not a great time of the year. It's a brutal industry, but it's the way the industry works. Well, by one count that I've seen today, we're up to 99 delistings. So that's 99 people getting sacked and losing their Effectively, employment. Effectively, yeah, you're
1: yeah. right. Although some are on promises that they'll be picked up again in the drafts that. Proceed. We're going to go through
0: the delistings 99. a little bit later, Roach, and uh, we'll give our opinion on who should be given a lifeline.
1: Bear in uh, mind, there's a minimum of three required at every club anyway, yeah. so you're already looking at well, what, 30, well, 54 already, aren't you, before you mm-hmm. start? All right, what's happening at the Western Bulldogs? Oh, the Western Bulldogs. Well, first, let's do the retirement. Steph Martin, who's played 203 games, 15 seasons, three clubs, Melbourne, Brisbane, and the Western Bulldogs, has said, That's it, I'm going, clearing out my locker. See you somewhere else at some reunion. So that's the end of Steph Martin's career. He's got the best out of it, hasn't he? Oh, definitely. Squeezed every yeah. bit of juice out of it possible. 15 years. Yeah. It's quite a. And quite no one
0: expected s- him to go on, so that's not
1: huge news. But Mitch Wallace, 29 years of age. Sad one. 162 one. games. What you would describe as spiritual, soul, life and blood of your footy club at the yep. Western Bulldogs, okay?
0: And someone that got pushed out of the midfield because yep. their midfield's so good years Correct. ago. So made he, a niche in the forward line, but it's it's hard to be a permanent correct. mid-forward.
1: So he was wanting one more year at the Western Bulldogs. The Western Bulldogs list management team said, no, he's going to try to find another club, which could, it could be interesting when we go through that list of who's a contender to have someone knock on the door and say, we're going to give you another lifeline to this game. It's going to be interesting if Mitch Wallace is among those players. Mm. Now, he's had problems with a foot. That's kept him out of the... He had surgery, which is a bit challenging of recent times. So it will be an interesting
0: medical for him as well. Yeah, we'll get to the list and those that have been delisted and may get another chance shortly, and everyone can have
1: their say on that. Uh, North Melbourne? This is fascinating, this one. So Jed Anderson is at Hawthorne under Alistair Clarkson, moves to North Melbourne. Alistair Clarkson comes to North Melbourne. Jed Anderson's told you're delisted. 28 years of age... Not completely finished, is he? No, I wouldn't have thought so. He's
0: a heart and soul player as well and had injuries this year. So they delisted another four
1: along with uh, Josh Walker. Uh, just Josh Walker can play.
0: Yeah. How so, tall? We'll, we'll check oh, that out. Oh, I didn't have
1: a look at the book. I haven't got the book in yet. There's um,
0: one that Paul can grab, tall defender that can mark.
1: Yeah, they do need one, don't they? Yeah. They certainly do need one. We'll check they out they his Benny, we'll get Benny to check that. He's that. having a look now, actually. Increase the depth on that. Were you surprised by... Geelong and Port not being able to reach uh, some sort of conclusion with the Sava Well,
0: we know that Chris Scott likes him; he yeah, sees okay.
1: plenty of upside.
0: They're just such a damn good side. There's no room for him at the moment, so they needed to get something really special. Well, what would have that been? Well, I'm not sure, Roach. Probably first round. You didn't have oh, to give.
1: First round. I know what you're that, saying. Yeah. They they demand a lot. I understand. They don't that. grow on trees. Yeah, I get your point. Uh, Walker, six, I,
0: foot six, 197. Give him a third club
1: or fourth club, is it? 97. It's not quite 201 as we were hoping earlier in the show, were we? About poor getting a 201 centre. 197, defender. yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um,
0: 99 players, Kim. All righty. We'll get into those very shortly. A few texts coming through, Roach. Uh, I agree with Roach for once. Crows delisting of Turner is poor form. No respect mm. for player or Santville. Change the rules so mid-season get... Two years contract, Matt and Brizzy. Yeah, we spoke about this, route when I was on a couple of weeks ago, that it would have been I, – I believe he'll be given a lifeline. Look,
1: if it is nothing more than a list management move to follow the rules that you yep. have to do list three and there is a commitment to pick him up, understanding that every commitment to pick up is based on – no one else touches him mm. in the pre-season draft or the rookie draft. No issue. If, as long as he's got an AFL gig at the end of – this whole process, you understand that? My understanding is the Crows will
0: take him back. And if they don't, shame on them because you cannot exactly. turn someone's life upside down. Yep. He's got a family business. Pull him out of that. Put more pressure on the family.
1: Uh, just for six months. You've so got on to that, be fair dinkum about it. On that it. text message, this is a whole issue now about just what sort of contracts you put in front of people. Is it, if you're taking it out in a mid-season draft, it's got to be at least 18 months, not 6 hmm. If you're taken as a first-round draftee, should it be three years? Should it be four years instead of two? There's a bit to debate here. But the Turner one is there's got to be a pretty rock-solid commitment from Adelaide to pick him up after holding him for six years. I
0: would like to think so, but I like what Matt's saying. We've touched on it before, and this will protect the sandfall as well. If you're going to pick someone up in a mid-season draft, give them two years. Make that the rule. Yeah, well, at
1: least 18 months. Yeah, or 18, yeah. Yeah, because that gets you through half. And of it gives the them another season. Another 18 months, yeah, I 18 think, months would be 18 months got to be the minimum contract.
0: Good uh, text, Matt. Hope the weather's okay up there in Brizzy. Uh, here's another one that's come through. Welcome back, Kimbo. Hope you're back to full strength soon. So do I. Uh, do you guys think Port should target... Oh, Josh Walker as a key defender. Uh, he's just been delisted by North Melbourne. Oh, we just spoke about that. That's from Joey. Um, Joey, I think he can play. and You get him in a better program. Yep. You you always become a better player when you've got better players around you.
1: Correct. And they need they need depth in that defence.
0: Yeah, um looks a bit harsh. If I had a choice between him and the cannon, I would probably go to Josh Walker.
1: Okay. Goes alright. Well, you
0: might as well have might as well have both and make the choice week um, by week as they say. Oh, I got a nice text here. Great to have you back, Kimbo. The show's um enjoyable with you at the helm. Thank you
1: for that. Well that makes an interesting choice of port now, doesn't it? Because they seem to be wanting to look at Francis Evans from Geelong. Small forward. Now, Josh Walker's in that mix. How would that list management debate go? Do they say, well, we've picked up Junior Rioli. We'll keep backing in Arazia Fantasia. We've kept Jed McEntee on a contract. Mm. We do have an issue in defence. Maybe you've, you've ref-
0: delisted Sam Skinner, who was your backup. It didn't yeah. work. It was unfortunate. Three knee Ricos. Yeah,
1: it's a good thought. This one, good yeah. debate for them in uh, those may management pick rooms. Him up.
0: Hey, we'll hmm. go to a break. We'll get through to these uh, other ones shortly. Um, oh, actually, before we do that, Roach, let's talk AFLW quickly. Oh, yeah. We were worried uh, how Adelaide would perform against Brisbane. They are the new benchmark. I think we said it in round two. They're the real deal. Yep. Agreed. Because they have genuine leg speed and uh, their skill set is good and aggressive. score. Okay. Yeah. score. They play a wonderful brand of footy. This is Matthew Clark after the Crows went down by 22 points.
1: Uh, yeah, I thought we started pretty strongly, but from second quarter onwards, the uh, Lions pretty much owned the game. Their pressure was just at a higher level than ours, uh, and we weren't able to, you know, weren't able to sort of manage that pressure well. And on the flip side, uh, when we came at them, they were able to get the ball to the outside and they used the ball really efficiently going forward. So we, we got outplayed. So where does this put Adelaide in the sense that we know the top four has been a big race between Brisbane, Adelaide, Melbourne, and Collingwood? Yep. We've seen Richmond come along pretty nicely. Throw Geelong in there as well. Geelong's sitting in fifth place and Adelaide play them this Friday night. So on your calculations with two games to play, top spot out of reach? Yeah, yep, Won't can't get there.
0: Right, second uh, spot. Uh, no, won't get there either. When you look at the draw, because Melbourne have Essendon and the West Coast Eagles, okay. so that would be tick, tick. You would yep. imagine Brisbane play uh, Brisbane. They're they're up there. They stayed number so, one.
1: So that means they're not going to play home final the first week.
0: I, I think Adelaide will finish third. They should beat North. Uh, sorry, they should beat uh, Geelong. Yep, and then they have St Kilda at Moorabbin. So I'd say that Adelaide will finish
1: third. Which puts them in on a away final, probably with Melbourne. Yes, a oh, grand final rematch to start with. That's interesting. Well, form. better than
0: going up to Brisbane. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah much agree. better than going up to uh, Brisbane. Yeah. But given, having said that, they do have to play against uh, Geelong this week. Um, so that one's at ten past five. Unley Oval should get a good crowd. Should knock yep. off work, and just head down to Unley yep. Oval. Yep. Get down should the get Cremorne, have a couple there first, and then. Uh, Cheer the girls on. All right, we'll take a break. We'll hear from Lauren Arnell on the other side of the break. Just a reminder, Justine Mules at 4pm, 4.30, Chad Sayers, and at 5pm, John Casey. sound very serious, but if if I start laughing, Rich, I'll start coughing. Don't do that. No. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson
1: turbo diesel all-wheel drive.
0: You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots.
1: 3.55
0: on a Monday afternoon. Kids back at school. They're all walking past the building giving high five to us, Roots.
1: Remember those days? School? School. No, you don't, do you? I do. Oh, good. I do vividly. Good. Yeah, I mean, Craig, my age. <laughs> no. uh, I just, to, just at your willingness to go <laughs> to school. What do you mean? Well, you weren't that excited by it, were you? I loved all my schoolmates. Oh,
0: good. Yeah, good. I, I wasn't the uh, <laughs> most attentive student.
1: No, it's interesting, the reading stuff you'd take to school. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me laugh, Rich. Sorry. I'll start coughing. Sorry. Uh, yes, I got... Actually, sorry. you might be needed soon to do a bit more reading of the greyhound form, guide. A man... Yeah, greyhound man's not No good. Toddy Gray. He hasn't been good recently. No,
0: you've got to look over the duration, Rich. The long stretch. Yeah, you can all get on the wrong leg. Uh, Todd Gray, very, very good tipster. He'll be with us again on Thursday. Uh, SEN's T20 World Cup coverage continues today. Catch every ball of the West Indies v Scotland and Zimbabwe v Ireland. Live from Belle Oval on SEN Fanatic and the SEN app. With David Lithgow, Alex Doolan and Brett
1: Jeeves. Just a bit of an update there. Scotland's one for 59 after 7.2 overs. Australia's also playing a warm-up game against India. After almost 19 overs, India is 5 for 175. And at Adelaide Oval... They all out? Australia? No. 227 in the first dig. Yep. Tassie, 6 for 31 runs behind. They haven't dropped a
0: wicket, Rooch, in um, the so that'd be tea now, wouldn't they? we've been on. Oh, well,
1: they're at T, aren't they?
0: That may have something to do with it. Yeah. Uh, Texts are coming through thick and fast. We appreciate those. Uh, Ruchi and Kimbo. It's Lance here from Birkenhead. G'day, Lance. Is Radagalia a free agent next year? If he doesn't re sign, could Port get him next
1: year? No, he's going to be a, what they call a pre-agent of players in his seventh year, not his eighth year. Eighth <coughs> year is when you get free agency. But he will be out of contract, so he still have to be player. Geelong would have to <coughs> trade out of their system to Port Adelaide if Port's still interested. But he's certainly not going to be a free agent yet. So he's one of those players who wisely, in on his interest, made sure that he just came out just before free agency to make it all options open for him.
0: And you'll have plenty of uh, suitors as well. Here's a text. This is Mario again. Ruchi had more partners last week than at a swingers party. Uh, come That's on, true. Working a little blue there, Mario. True. It's a revolving door of co-hosts. It, it was, wasn't it? Uh, it's an auditioning process. Was it? Yes. Auditioning for what? Well, you just never know, Ruchi. Oh, true. Hey, boys. Here's another text. Delisting, tough on Turner, but Cats did the same to Zane Williams. Tony from Torrensville.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. yeah. Look, they have it's a to few of those
0: around, aren't there? Yep, no question. But the Turner one, you can't just bring someone in like that and then no. cut them loose. And why, why do it to them when he was injured anyway? If you're not going to give yeah, him, but, the but least
1: if it's purely a semantic thing of whereby D-list to redraft, as long as there is that solid commitment that he is playing AFL, and if he does fall to another club, well, he's still in the AFL system. Good luck to him.
0: Is a different point of view from Ryan says, uh, "Hey guys, playing devil's advocate here." Brett Turner is also fully aware of the six-month contract yeah. when nominating for the yeah. mid-season draft. I understand that, and it is his choice to go down that path. Also, do believe he ends up on the rookie list? Yeah, I think he I will. Wonder,
1: what does it What does it mean by it's? Brett doesn't get a call on what contract he gets from Adelaide. It's not as if he says no, but
0: he's saying that Brett agrees to taking the six months.
1: Yeah. Well if, so if, no if he would asked for eighteen, what do you think would have happened? They would have said yeah, no. no. But he's yeah. just saying though, I, that. Yeah, everyone's yeah. going to take their opportunity to go into the AFL system, yeah, aren't they? That's exactly what he's,
0: that's what he's saying.
1: But that's that's not suggest that he asked for six instead of eighteen. Or no two. one even said that, Rooch. No, I'm just. Well, why would you even muddy the waters with? Because there might have been in the text a context of he chose six. Right.
0: No, there wasn't. No context like that. He's saying he was aware of it. Yes, and it was his choice to
1: accept it. Um. Well, he wasn't going to just say, no, see you later, I'm staying with Glenelg, is he? Well, he might have. I think once you nominate in your draft form, you're pretty well committed to going. Well, you are, aren't you, Kim? Well, you're trying to
0: chase down a lifetime dream, aren't you? So you're not going to say no. Uh, Here's one. Uh, Port Blewett prioritising Rioli ahead of Radagalia. Cough up the cash next year or the we exist to win premierships is just spin. Chris from Wool Bay.
1: I'd like him to explain how else they were going to do this because, in the end, Rioli becomes critical to get Jason Horn francis because they needed to work with West Coast. I mean, it would have been lovely if, if it had been just Rioli for a uh, late second-round pick, something like that, but they had to work Rioli into Jason Horn francis into GWS, into Fremantle. It was quite complicated in the end.
0: Uh, draft pick trading starts today for the next two weeks. Yes, everyone
1: can look at where they are in the draft. Order and say whether they need to get there earlier or whether they need more points for father, son, or academy picks. So there'll be a few phone calls going around the place. You've got pick 44, what can we offer you for it? Uh, The AFL, they've always got something on the bubble to keep on the back page, haven't they? they. All right,
0: it's just after four o'clock. Justine Mills coming up next. First half at 4 o'clock, Kimbo on the reach with you. Thanks to our good friends at Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Looking forward to chatting to our next guest. She was part of the side that went down to North Melbourne at Alberton Oval on Saturday by 25 points. It was a solid first half by Port Adelaide. Oh, what about what about her first quarter? She was on fire. Oh, couldn't be stopped. It w- went from a, uh, a feather duster to a rooster, dropped the chess mark, then snapped a brilliant goal. Oh, I was strategic. Hey? It was all a plan it Was all a plan,
1: the was Off guard and
0: on the wrong side. She played it beautifully. I say it with all the girls, but one of our (laughs) favourites, Justine Mills. Juzzy, thanks for joining us.
2: Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. And it wasn't 25, it was
0: only 15. Oh, 15, 15 was it? Why was it 15?
2: Well, look, uh, unfortunately, we did lose. But, um, yes, we did get the loss. But I'm, I'm very proud of how we how we played in that first half, it was exceptionally good. So at least we've got some positives out of it.
1: Well, you were very much on fire at the beginning, Justine. What, what motivated you to be such a firebrand in that Port Adelaide attack?
2: I think just with our last couple of weeks, you know, we've had, a, we've had um, quite a few harsh losses. So I think the entire squad just wanted to come out firing and uh, we had such a great session um, yeah. on the track during the week. Um, we've really focused on some key areas, especially as a forward group. Um, so I think, yeah, just our connection piece that we're building on is it's getting closer and closer, which is why I think we had such a strong
0: half. Before we get into the game and next week's game as well, when you take on St Kilda, we said this to Ange Foley when we were chatting to her last week, uh, you come from a winning program. How have you found that uh, being at Port Adelaide this year, I know there's a great vibe there, but not getting the Ws after yeah. all the hard work.
2: Yeah, it is a bit of a, it's a it's an odd feeling, losing, Um but um, just knowing that the, the bigger picture stuff, you know, every every week we're growing as as a group, and obviously some of the young ones are having um, having a great first ever season. So just those small little, um, small little growth in each each play, and also as a team, is my is the wins that I get, um, from. So that yeah, that's what I see from for me. Winning is definitely those individual and and team growth aspects, which is I find really exciting and um really worthwhile. For example, Lily, Lily Jono, Ooh, um, right. her getting her first ever goal. Like Those those moments, I'll, she'll never forget and I'm just so glad that I've, I'm I'm there to be a part of it all as well. So yeah, definitely those little wins uh, make it worthwhile for me.
1: Justine, just to keep it on you, Ange Foley says she's revitalised playing her best footy ever. It's just like new energy for her to have a new start. Is the same thing happening to you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I am um, Obviously, we had a, a great career being at the Crows, but I think just for me, um, just as a person, just learning and developing and a bit more of that leadership style as well, um, completely different take from my footy career. So that's given me a little bit more oomph in my... In my life, inside and outside of footy, so yeah, definitely I can uh, agree with, with what Andrew said.
0: And the difference between the coaches that you've had—you've had Matt Clark. We know he's had a lot of success. He's very calm and balanced. And now okay. Lauren Arnell. Uh, the difference in their personalities and game style.
2: Um, Lauren also has a a warmth, sense of calmness mm. amongst herself as well. So very some similarities. But um, yeah, obviously, I've had I've been coached by by Clark and also and Goddard and. They're all just incredible human beings. So, I know each each coach has got their own uh, different ways of teaching teaching the side, but yeah, they're all just incredible human beings. So I can't I can't fault any of them.
0: And the game plan or the game style?
2: Yeah, we want to really emphasise on the poor Adelaide way. Um, you know, just that real um, ferocious speed type of football style. Is that's ultimately what we're going for. So over time, we we're. we're starting to show glimpses of it now, which is really cool. So obviously over time, the more we build that connection piece, um, that Port Adelaide footy way will definitely come out.
1: Justine, no one will fault you for your effort and the way in which you just keep going as a team, but you're not getting all the rewards that you deserve. What, What is it about you being able to create opportunities but not finish them at the moment?
2: I guess it's just that, that learning piece. We knew it was going to be very tough obviously on the expansion side. Um, half the squad's never played AFLW before. Yeah. So it's just you know, like I said before, taking those small little wins and obviously over time they're going to create those, the, the bigger picture, hopefully winning a few more games next season. And, you know, I don't think we'll be too far off a of premiership in the next couple of years.
1: So so what is more pressing here? Getting the right talent in that forward mix or getting the right movement to the forwards at the moment?
2: I think our forwards, just making sure that we are working well individually and together. Uh, the past couple of weeks we've had some troubles trying to keep keep our shape. So, yeah. you know, this the game against the Roos we held our shape a lot better compared to the last two three weeks. So I think that as a group as, as well that's been our, our main focus. And I think we did that we did a really good job of that on the weekend. You got um, so, and obviously our movement ahead of the ball too we need to work on that a bit more mm, Justine,
0: you've got a big opportunity this week you play St Kilda, and that's not speaking poorly of St Kilda, but they're only a game and a half ahead of you it's 14th v 16th, you've got another away trip, there's only mm-hmm. two games to go it's gone in a blink hasn't it?
2: Oh I definitely have, I um, I can't believe, you know, pre-season was only about 10, 10 weeks, you know, creating a squad is only 10 weeks to, to build and grow and I guess, to learn everyone's names. That's been quite difficult. You know, we're still learning names as we go. Um, but, yeah, only two weeks left, so we're going to give it everything we've got and uh, look forward on to, to Season 2 with Sport Adelaide.
1: Justine, tell us the story behind the Lily Johnson goal and the response from every player who just came in and just bowled everyone over with the mm-hmm. celebration at almost at halftime. <laughs> it was extraordinary. Well, Why such a response?
2: Oh, uh, I think because, well, that was her first ever game of AFLW she's had an excellent preseason and it was just so exciting to see her get rewarded and to, to play a great game and also to get a goal like that was absolutely unreal I remember watching it from the sidelines and I hope no one got the camera on me because I was just jumping up and down um but yeah like I've obviously I played quite a bit quite a few games of football before I ever had my first ever AFLW goal so for her to achieve it on her first ever game was
0: incredible. Yeah, it was an exciting time of the game, too, because we was Great well kick. and truly alive. It was a beautiful a kick. kick from 40 metres mm. out. It was an absolute ripper. Great yeah, composure. Absolutely. Hey, we wish you all the very best for this week against St Kilda. The game gets underway at 12.40 Adelaide time. It's at RSEA Park. Moorabbin. Yeah, Marabin. Have you played there before? I have played
2: there before. It is a lovely oval, so
0: yeah, looking forward to it. A, very a, few, a, few people yeah. say that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, look! As long as we get a nice oval that that's not too flooded, we're happy. Okay.
0: Did you give a favourite oval.
2: Um. Oh, I reckon Alberton at the moment's my favourite, especially with the uh, with the crowds that we're getting and the atmosphere there. It's, it's quite um. It's quite something special. Oh, mm.
0: better than Adelaide Oval. Hey, good luck on. Uh, when is it? Sunday <laughs> Saddle- afternoon. Sunday afternoon. Yep.
2: Yeah, Sunday. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having
0: me. Our pleasure, Justine. Justine Mills, an absolute beauty, another one that's all reinvigorated and leading the way with with what is a very, very young side. And as Justine mentioned, the younger players there, they've never been exposed to that type of scrutiny and pressure in a
1: match before. Mm, So Port Adelaide finishes against St Kilda on the road and then comes home to finish against Essendon. That will be their 10-game season. It's been been a mix of stuff hasn't it kim because they've, I think they've shown been a lot really of energy, energy a lot of results. there's yeah. been
0: good signs um, yeah. i think at the start of the year rich well, i said uh, if they could get three wins it would be huge they're no, one and a half. Yeah, one and a half. But there's been good signs. Yep, no good doubt about signs. That It's great the way the Port Faithful have got behind the girls Indeed. as well. We need to take a break. We're here thanks to the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel. It is in stock now. If you want to have your say on Matters Sports, 0427 154
1: C. A Balfour's in
0: one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home, with Kimbo and the Roots.
1: 416
0: on a Monday afternoon. We're here thanks to Balfers. No matter your club's colours, Balfers are for the game. And our good friends at Hyundai, the Tucson Turbo Diesel, is in stock now. Uh, Justine Mules was our guest just then. A text coming through. What a ripping gold juice. We love you. That's from Annie. Oh, hello, Annie. Annie loves everyone involved with Port Adelaide. And then there's another one, just to drag the mood down. Rooch, my goodness, I'm so sick of hearing the Port Adelaide way. What rot. Um, I'm not a fan of that saying, but for every club though, Rooch. Because you hear it's well, the Collingwood way. Yeah. That's well, a trademark it's the, sort of thing. I, I know, I know, I know what it means. Um just got to get Gary Rowan to do an assessment on every club and then we'll be fine. Don't make me laugh, Roach. I'll start coughing. Oh. Uh, Bretty Boy. Hello, Brett. Uh, Justine, we're all proud of the effort you girls are putting in and the goal scoring will come with a bit of determination. Keep it up. I think there's been really good signs for the Port Adelaide AFLW program. Good, good yep. foundation. Yeah. be interesting to see what happens next year. But we've got some breaking news oh, yeah. on the AFLW and it's not good for Crows fans. No,
1: Crows AFLW captain Chelsea Randall is going to miss probably three, maybe five weeks with a high-grade ankle Mm. sprain. She suffered that in the last quarter of that loss to Brisbane at Metricon Stadium on the Gold Coast on Friday night. Now, at this point, there's no indication that it needs any surgery. Phil Harper's saying that scans have shown Chelsea suffered a high-grade ankle sprain after landing awkwardly from a marking contest. Chelsea will be pushing hard to be fit to play for finals. And we will do all we can to support her in her rehab now. They can't win a flag
0: without a rooch. Well, that's a big call. No, they can't. And it happened a couple of years ago when she was out with concussion. concussion. (laughs) And uh, she was the difference there. Typical Randall Market was, though. Yeah. Just going back. She's she's fearless. She Um, is young girl from Brisbane that uh, put the elbow on the forearm into her head. Has there been oh, – I haven't checked yet. I haven't seen any
1: Have there review.
0: been any reviews? We'll have a look for yeah, that. Look uh, I would suggest that girl will get a couple of weeks. You can't put a forearm into the face of someone. Oh, no, they come out on Monday. Do do more than one lot, don't they, AFLW? Yeah, so it might be out a little have bit a later. Look. And you know I'm a bit of a softie with this. I don't like hanging anyone. But yep. if you put an elbow or a forearm into someone's yep. face, Chelsea had to go off and get stitches from the incident. She was lying on the ground. It wasn't in a passage of play. Yeah. Uh, and she actually fessed up to it at the end of the game when she was interviewed, saying, oh, that's not what I'm uh, about. you know. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. As if to say I had a moment. Uh, we'll stand by for that one because yes. that would hurt. Uh, oh, her name escapes me. Uh, send us a text. Or I'm, I'm blaming the medication. Rightio. You want uh, some
1: cricket scores because there's a bit yep. going on around in the cricket world. So India has finished... It's 20 innings in the T20 warm-up game against Australia. They made 7 for 186, Kim. That's after Australia won the toss and chose to field. they have just now going out to bat, needing mm-hmm. 187 to win. Scotland is 2 for 85 after 11.3 overs against the West Indies. Tasmania, you ready for this? They have lost a couple of wickets since we've last looked. Yeah, they'll be, uh, they're 8 for
0: 235. 217.
1: So we're still all right. 10 runs ahead. So that might be line ball on first innings, well, but that's not. It, well, it would be, Roach. What do you mean it might be? Well, I've been here before and I've well, seen tails wag.
0: A, you think they're going to make 100, extra 100?
1: Hundred. Well, we only saw this last week. I was off. <laughs>
0: um, all right, you got any
1: more then? No, that's it. A bit more energy, Roach. Oh, if, if you want the WA-Victoria game, WA is 2 for 265. They chose to bat against Victoria. So that's it. That's all the live score updates from the world of cricket. All right. Both, we
0: both can't be quiet and boring today, all right? You've, you've got to keep the humor levels yeah, up. Yeah,
1: but if I make you laugh, you just go into a coughing fit. Well,
0: it only happened twice.
1: There <laughs> 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 so, it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you are not well, are you? Oh,
0: dearie. Uh, I've got a doctor's appointment at 8 o'clock, good, Wednesday morning. Um, another one. Um, and... and Shame on me for laughing at my own jokes then. Mm. Um, here's one. Kim, what do you think of the absurdly irresponsible Rankin deal that Kane and Roach carried on about for weeks? That ended up being three years. But Jason Horne-Francis at six years is understandable now. That's from Costa. Have you been having a crack at Adelaide, were you?
1: No, I've just been reporting what everyone else was reporting, Kim. It's not as if we made it up. Everyone was going, even you knew it was, the, the word was five years in the 800 range. When it became, I knew three, the eight hundred range. I didn't. Well, we all know told the five. term. Now Costa can have a crack, but when there's so many sources that had the same information, it's not something's made up, Costa. That so was were you not was, happy with five years? I, I couldn't care less about five years. That was okay. Uh, you got a, a solid player there who was you want to. Kane lock having in. a crack. Well, at Kane hates long term yeah. contracts. So how has he been he, with the six years for Horn Francis? Oh then? no, he says he understands it. Which for my for oh, mine. No. I think – I mean, if, if only you could get the – well, you've got no clarity in this game. So you can actually then make some reasoned discussion as to – so we understand Jason Horn francis absorbs one year at North Melbourne because he's got a two-year contract in there. I get that. Adding on five, well, then you go – it's a big investment in the – isn't it? And I don't, I don't know who this one, this contract favours. Does it favour Port Adelaide? Because if he does actually live up to everything we know of him and we've seen of him, so going to be like Alistair Lynch. Remember when Alistair Lynch did the 10 year mm. deal at Brisbane? He shortchanged himself. So, unless you got clarity as to where and I mean tr- true transparency, so we can look at it and say, okay, if it's starting at 400 in year three and it goes to anywhere around 700 or 800, depending on what this CBA does and all the percentages that are in there, is that actually going to be the best deal for him or the best deal for Port Adelaide? Mm. And Rankin's deal, when we spoke. Uh, who was it, with Matt Rendell, the fact that it then puts him in that pre-free agency moment where he can use that Mm. to get the best deal possible. I get that now. I say, well, that's working for Isaac Rankin. If I was Adelaide, I would have been happy to put five years on the table because it locks him in. You always
0: got to pay overs when you want to get someone out of a club. Oh, yeah, but, and, it don't, uh, no, but in all honesty... Five or six years, if, they, Kim, if it had been five and six, it would have been fine with him. Kim,
1: me. it doesn't look like they did pay overs for Rankin to get him out of Gold Coast. It was so much that he wanted to get home. I think they've done themselves the bargain of a lifetime. But what we don't know is, is it one of those bargains that, because it's a pre-agency one, before he gets free agency, he cashes in later in his... Well, Career.
0: that will depend on his form. Exactly. And, and that's then, the way it should be. And if his form's good enough, they'll be happy to pay. That's, that's the th- way that's it should be. That's how it works. Yep. That's how it used to work in this industry, Rooch. Uh, hello, boys. Oh, Zane Williams. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, we we're talking about Brett Turner being delisted. Uh, Zane Williams, he had to give up his job and move into state. I think in these cases where a player has to move into state, a mandatory 18-month contract should be offered. That's from the Wimp. G'day, Wimpy. Well, Mr. Brooksby
1: would have liked that, wouldn't have he? How many times did he go on these deals and didn't last to the second year?
0: Yeah, Abby's got him now. (laughs) (laughs) They've done long distance for four years. Uh, Louis, Louis, I did see one of your texts come through late when I came in and did that half day before I went off coughing. Um, He's very happy that Jason Horn Francis is at Port Adelaide. He says, welcome back, Kimbo. I'm glad you survived the weekend. (laughs) Bored to death I was. Uh, Watched a bit of racing, though. And uh, obviously the AFLW reached just on the racing. We've got to go to another break, but when we come back, because there was some unbelievable racing that took place on the weekend, the Caulfield Cup and the Everest. We'll have a quick look at that after the break. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfours are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel All Wheel Drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. I'm the
1: fool.
0: 29, we're live from Studio Luma, USA. Thanks to our good friends at Hyundai, the Tucson Turbo Diesel. It's in stock now. And Balfour's, they've been baking people happy since 1853. Uh, Chad Sayers coming up after the 4.30 news. John Casey after 5 to talk NBL. Text has come through from Louis. I wouldn't be surprised if Port throw a contract at Josh Walker. Louis, I agree with you. I think he's worth a throw at the stumps. I'm not sure how old he is. I don't think it matters. 197 centimetres, what's McKenzie? 191. One ninety one. Who else is back there? What's Lear? I think he's one ninety five. One ninety five. And Tommy Jonas would be one ninety.
1: We shouldn't guess because we can look it up. Say so the names again one by one. And I'll go through. Oh, Aliraleer. Aliraleer one ninety four. One ninety four. Okay. Tommy Jonas. Tom Jonas is one eighty eight. All right. And Tom Tom Clurry? Tom Clurey one ninety four.
0: One ninety three. One ninety three. But do you trust the book? Uh, Well, we'll go with it. I think that's about right, because Josh Walker's a bigger unit. Uh, He's been delisted today. If you wondered why we're talking about it, um, can play. Can play footy. Uh, Jason Horn francis someone says about you, Rooch. you love the Jason Horn francis contract, with an exclamation mark. Talking of exclamation marks.
1: Do I? Yes, I think you do. Oh, I'm glad that he's there. Yeah, very much glad that he's there. You love it, don't you? I don't know exactly how it plays out. As I say, has it worked to his advantage or Port's advantage on the long term? Got to speculate to accumulate. True. Uh,
0: That's what happened with Chris Waller and the team on the weekend. The Caulfield Cup was run and won. They're saying it wasn't the greatest field and uh, out of the runners, there's probably not going to be a Melbourne Cup winner there, but you never really know. Durston was an emergency route, it was number 19, it didn't get a run until there was a scratching early on Saturday morning. Here's the last 200 metres, and then it's trainer Chris Waller.
1: At the 200, Gold Trip up to New Marion Knight's order, and then came Durston getting out, Gold Trip, 100 metres to go, just in front, Durston is coming, at Gold Trip, and got up, Durston has got up to win it for Mickey D from Gold Trip.
0: Highs and lows of racing, Nature Strip was great. Just only minutes ago, and... Um, Yeah, we were deflated, but wow, what an amazing win there. Uh, Caulfield Cup, it's a big deal. And um, Durston, he's a really decent horse, and he was strong the last 50 metres. So not just today, it's exciting heading towards the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, and I think he's received a two-kilo penalty for that victory. Gold trip was a good run. Uh, We've got the news coming up. Then we'll have a chat with Chad Sayers, find out what's happening at the Adelaide Oval in the Sheffield Shield game, and we'll have a look at the Everest a little bit later as well.